Welcome to the program today, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to talk to you today about the presence of God. Now, I don't know if you've ever read anything by Watchman Nee, but Watchman Nee said, I must first have the sense of God's possession of me before I can have the sense of His presence with me. Now, I want you to read that again. I must have the sense of God's possession of me before I can have the sense of His presence with me. So we need to understand here that according to Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So everything that's going on in heaven, God wants to be going on in the earth. But I, but I want you to understand something, that we've got to first understand that we're God's possession before we can have a sense of His presence. Now, presence is not what you always feel because in, in, in Matthew chapter 6, this is an apostolic prayer finding the treasure in an individual and celebrating it. The people that remain at the church are the people that we celebrate who they are. Principles are what we live in when you can't acknowledge his presence. You know, he talks very much in John chapter 3 because John's a, a very interesting book to me. I spend a lot of time in John because if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Now, we know that birth is in the natural and the Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 8, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Now, I want you to think a minute about the presence of, of God. When we think about the presence of God, 90% of the people base it on what they feel. And oh, that is a wonderful thing, being able to feel the presence of God. And if you've ever been in a service and, and the presence of God is just so strong, that's a wonderful thing. But what do you do when you can't feel it? What do you do when uh, things are not the way they should be? We see what Jesus did here. He said something that is very powerful. What Jesus did on the earth was to model of what is going on in heaven. Now look what he said in John three thirteen. No one has ascended to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. Now when Jesus made this statement, he was standing on earth saying that he was in heaven. He was describing his relationship with the Father. My assignment is not go to heaven, but bring the reality of heaven to earth. There is an ascension with Jesus' relationship with the Father. Paul called it seated in heavenly places. Now the Bible says, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, that he's raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We have a tendency to relate Paul's statement as a doctrine instead of as a visitation to an experience. So we recognize that as we're raised up together, made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we are seated in heavenly places standing on earth as we speak because we are proclaiming who we are in the heavenly realm because I believe that God came down and sent Jesus down to bring a little bit of heaven into people's hell upon the earth. Now, I am not saying that there's not a hell. I'm not saying that there's not a hell that because the Bible talks about hell. But it's, the emphasis is not on the hell and I think the church needs to get the emphasis off the hell and get the emphasis on the heaven and the kingdom of God. The Bible says in Luke 17, 21, Lo here, lo there, for the kingdom of God is within us. What's he talking about? Kingdom power, heavenly power on the earth to manifest heaven on earth. We need to be manifesting heaven on earth. And if we can understand Galatians 1 and 12, Paul had it. He said, for I neither received it of man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now we know that 2 Corinthians chapter 12, that Paul had a vision 
of a revelation of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, in the body, out of the body, I'm not real sure, God knows, such as one who was caught up into the third heaven. How he was caught up into the paradise and heard inexpressible words, which is not lawful for a man to utter, or such a one I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except in my weaknesses, in my infirmities. So we see here he had a revelation. He knew a man in the body, out of the body, not real sure, 14 years ago, that went to the third heaven, had an encounter, and got to know God. And then he says in Galatians 1 and 12, For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Christ. So he had a revelation that he could not teach the Corinthians. Remember Jesus came to the scribes and Pharisees and he said, I got something to teach you, but you're not ready for it. Paul come along to the Corinthians and he said, I've got meat that you're not ready for. Transformation doesn't happen without an encounter. Insight takes us to the person. Now I want you to understand that as we begin to focus on the revelation of the presence of God, we begin to open up our hearts and our minds to a deeper place of God. And as we begin to do that, it's not about what we feel all the time, but it's what we know. When you're in the darkest time of your life, let the church say amen to the goodness of of God and the wonderfulness of God. Paul came back to heaven with a revelation of heaven and he brought that revelation of heaven down to earth to proclaim the liberties of God. See, that is the beauty of grace. You're a heavenly, you're more heavenly than you are earthly. You're more heavenly than you are earthly. And we're supposed to live in the heavenly realm on the earth and mandate and walk in the reverence of who we are and the power of his presence. That